Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson with guest host Lana Mikera. Abilities Beyond Belief. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Me. Today we have Lana Makara. She is our guest host. And Lana is a spiritual advisor, TV and radio host, inspirational speaker, and award-winning best-selling author and ghostwriter of more than 35 books with a million books sold. She uses hypnosis, guided meditation, and energy healing to heal trauma, quiet anxiety, help addictions, reduce physical pain, dissolve limiting beliefs and calm phobias for more confidence, more self-worth, and finding your purpose without homework and without willpower. For more information, visit www.lanamakara.com. That's www.lanamakara.com. Welcome, Lana, to Beyond the Veil. How are you? Thank you so much, Daniel. My privilege to be here today. Awesome. It's my privilege to have you here today. Today, we're going to talk about abilities beyond belief because we all have abilities beyond belief. And the reason is it is beyond belief is because the world out there, all the different organizations that are in control of the world want us to believe that we don't have the powers over us that we really do have over us. What are, what are your thoughts on that? I think we're just limited by what we've been told. And most of the time, we don't even realize where we are limiting ourselves. Right. Because the problem with that, I believe, is we don't know where to begin with it. We don't know where to start to find out where these abilities begin and where they possibly end. I don't think they really end per se, but like I said, so since we don't know where to begin with them, we have a little bit of trouble with that. So I would like to talk about some of the things that I've seen out there uh, that you and I have both seen out there that uh, people can start with at least one or two things so they can get on a roll with this. And then they can go out and research it more and find out other ways to awaken these abilities, I guess. Uh, so we just saw on a program recently about this woman who is doing some research and she is using blindfolds and they're putting the blindfolds on people to be able to, in a sense, use their third eye to be able to see things. It, it will. I know it will help people because some people who, who do have visual problems, being able to see, uh, people who are blind, uh, people who are near and farsighted. I know this could help them in a way that they probably never could understand because they were told once you're blind, that's it. What do you think? Well, I was uh, really, I, it's, it's just astounding. Uh, and I think that when I first saw it, I couldn't believe it. I just took, took a double take, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, when they put that blindfold on, this thing is, you're, you can't see nothing. And then all of a sudden, they start putting uh, little cards in front of them, and they're seeing colors. And I was like, what is really going on here? How is it possible that they're actually seeing these colors when their eyes are completely, completely darkened out? And it just, at first, it didn't make sense to me. But then, I mean, 
we as being uh, intuitive people, we as being connected to spirit as we are, even I was having a little bit of difficulty understanding how they were how they how they had the ability to do this. Yes, um, when I first came in contact with this, I saw a YouTube video of some children in India, and they were all blindfolded and they were reading out of books and they were um, looking at people and telling them what they were doing. You know, they could have never known. And I thought, wow, that must be some mystical kind of, you know, right. mumbo-jumbo that nobody knows about. But then uh, on Netflix, there was a documentary, and they had these, these people. Some were children, some were adults. And these people were in England. They were in Germany. They were in Russia, U.S. Um, right. So it's, it's all over the place. It's not just one, one certain uh, people from one particular country or one particular section in the world it's all it's worldwide as well it's worldwide and so it's the process is really simple because the woman went through a little bit of it and it's basically covering your eyes completely and then allowing your subconscious or superconscious or whatever it is that that extra awareness that we all have because this is not like a superpower really it's just a human power. Yeah, it's, it's not magic. It's not magic. Sure. Mm -mm. Um, letting that come into play. And then once people can realize it's there, they can literally see, just like you and I are seeing each other across the table today, but their eyes are completely blindfolded. So that, to me, is such an example of how, as humans, we are taught from little children that we cannot do much of anything. Right. We're not be able to, we can't do anything much of anything out the world, in the world on our own because there, there are people out there who want us to depend on them for everything. And if, if they, they let us know all the time, they're always putting it into our heads that we need to depend on them and they're always pushing this certain narrative about that, then we're going to believe it. We're going to believe it so much that these abilities that we have, that we once had, will now go away. Have you ever heard um, a comparison? I think in school, when I was a kid, I think probably you have heard it too, where they make a comparison where uh, eagles can see for a mile away, right. but humans can only see for 50 feet or 100 feet or whatever it is if they have really good eyes. Um, and then, you know, other comparisons to animals, how animals are better than us. And these limiting stories actually create a world. They create a a way that we view the world that uh, stops us from trying. Right, because try. they've taught us these things for hundreds, maybe thousands of years, over and over and over again. And because they keep pushing it out there and pushing it out there, people are just going to tend to believe it. And they, and they can't seem to think outside the box on their own about these ideas. They just they think, okay, well, that's what they taught me in school, so that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is, and that's a really good phrase to right. use for it. But uh, talking about the eagle comes to another thing, and that is remote viewing, where you can be in one place in the world and see something all the way around the world in real time and watch someone over there doing something. The CIA had a study doing this since 1980s. Well, that was 40 years ago. Right, but <clears throat> because the CIA were using it, they were using it in a way that 
it was more militarily done because they were trying to spy on the other countries, China, Russia. They wanted to see what they were doing. They weren't doing it to have it out there for everyone else to do it to help themselves. You know, they just wanted to help them their own selves with these, oh, let's try to find out where they're going to send off missiles or, or if they're going to put some bombs against us. They didn't use it for what it what it's really intended for. And, that, and that's the part that bothers me about it because, we, you know, we see all these programs and now these programs are starting to surface more and more these days um, and getting the information out there. But it's a shame that it's okay for them to use it, but it's not okay for us to use it. And that doesn't make sense to me. Right, exactly. Because uh, remote viewing is something that has been done for all these years on many countries, and anyone can do it. That is true. Uh, and the reason why I say that, because being a, a medium myself, uh, I didn't know I was remote viewing until it actually happened a few times. And it still happens pretty quite often. Uh, just with most remote viewers, they are in control of it. Myself, I'm not in control of it. Sometimes I close my eyes and I see spirit. And then sometimes I close my eyes and within that picture that comes up, I'm remote viewing. And I see things all over the place. I've seen mountainsides. I've seen people driving in cars and riding down the streets and stores. And then I really knew what it was when I was seeing when I was meditating one time and then when my regular meditation was kind of over, another picture came in and it was my consciousness outside of my own home. I saw my truck, my wife's car. I saw the kids who lived down the street playing in the street. I saw cars going up and down the road and I was like, Okay, th this is this is something different. Now I know this is what I've been seeing on TV, which is remote viewing. Then I thought to myself, how can I get a hold of this thing to 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 help myself with it? But it's still it just happens so randomly because of whatever gift it is that I have at at that particular time that's going on. Like I said, one minute it could be the remote viewing, and the next thing you know, I'm seeing the 50 spirit walk around the house. So I, I never really have control of it. And I, but I sure do want to try to get control of it. I just got to try to figure out how I can get control of it. But watching everybody on TV, thinking, man, these guys are, they're, they're getting information that's absolutely 100% correct. And I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how the heck are they doing that? That's, I think it's awesome, but I just think it's, it's unfair that, you know, they've been keeping it from us for, for so long. They're, it's always just with them and, and none of it with us. And I, I think there's something that has to be done about that where we can get it out to regular people who can also try to do this for themselves. The remote viewing process is super simple. It's just getting really quiet and allowing it to happen. Right. Just being so still, so quiet and focus on something that you want to see and then wait for it to happen. A lot of times at night, because I have grown children and my, my children, and I have six boys. They, you know, they're men. <laughs> they don't want mom calling them every night and saying, hey, yeah. buddy, are you okay? Who does? Yeah. <laughs> So at night when I'm getting ready to go to sleep, I will just check in, not spying on them, but just touching base. Like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Then go to the next one. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. And it just comforts my heart to know that 
I have that ability to touch base. I don't have to bother them and be a hover mother, you right. know, 42-year-old son. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm 54 years old. And uh, even still, when my mom was still here, because my mom recently passed away, my mom would still check on me about things. Are you still going to the eye doctor? How's your cat doing? You know, it's like, okay, mom, okay, you know. <laughs> Like I I I get it, you know, but uh, but yeah, because because that's what moms do. They're they're always going to check on you, no matter how old you are, no matter how old your mother is. They're always going to check on you, no matter what. Yeah, and sometimes if I get a um a feeling back, like somebody's struggling or whatever, I'll just send them a little text. Hey, buddy, I'm thinking about you. Hope you're doing good. You know, just to to touch base. But this remote viewing helps me to go there it helps me to make those connections right and it comforts my heart to know that you know they're okay and i don't need to worry they're and it works kind of two ways as well like people will will talk about this all the time that they say oh i was thinking about someone the other day and the next thing you know telephone rang and there they were on the phone because what the world really needs to know out there is yes we all are connected to each other Everything in this world is connected to each other, and we could all use this power of connection that we have with each other to do some good in this world. It's not just for the government and for the military to use, it's for us to use as well. Don't, don't let them talk you into or out of using these abilities that you have because it's supposed to be something secret. It doesn't need to be secret. That's the, an, another big problem in this world is, you know, all this metaphysical stuff that you and I do throughout in this business, people think it's some type of big secret. And now it's starting to come out more that it's not such a big secret. And hopefully more and more people will get into it. But uh, it's just, it's so hard. It's, it just makes my heart feel bad when, when all these people don't realize they, because like we've talked about before in other programs, TV and movies want to sens sensationalize it and make it to be like it's some, you know, it's witchcraft or it's something like that that you shouldn't get into or it's, it's magic, you know, but it's, it's not magic. You know, the soul that's in our body, that's what powers our body. It's not, our brain is what makes the, the parts and stuff moon, but it's your soul that's actually making you turn around to see things and do things. And then, and what we have to remember is the soul at one point was not connected to this body. And then when it's done with this body, it's disconnected from this body again and goes back into the collective of all the souls that are out there. Mm -hmm. And we could still be that collective, even though we're still in this little, you know, in this confine right here, but getting everyone else on board to understand that, that's the big thing. Hello, this is Daniel Jackson of Beyond the Veil. We are proudly being sponsored by The Rare Enterprise. To really choose your reality, you must have the right tools to facilitate it correctly. The Rare Enterprise has amazing CBD-infused products to help choose your reality when it comes to your skin, emotional, and mental stress. Use the code BTV20 to get a discount on these amazing products. That is BTV20. I think one of the biggest uh, things to realize is that with these things, such as seeing, you know, if you have your eyes covered and you can still see, or if you are looking at someone that's not in your, you know, the same place you are, is that these abilities are natural for people. Yeah. And you don't have to work them up. 
You have to just let them happen. Right. Right. You don't have to go into some, oh, let me go into this space and home, home. No, you don't have to do that. It's right there all the time. You just have to go like a light switch, turn it on, turn it off, and make it happen. Yeah, just get out of your own way. Right. Well, Turn off those limiting beliefs. Yeah. It's, uh, when I do readings for people, uh, a lot of the people that I do readings for seem to be the kind of people that can't get out of their own way. And that's, and that's why they are coming to, for me to get some clarity, you know, get some peace of mind on some things. And then hopefully after that, it makes them think a little bit. And then when they start to think a little bit more and I let them know about, you know, getting in touch with your spirit guides and, and spirit itself, maybe they'll think about it just a little bit more and say, you know what, I could do this myself if I wanted to. But then the world wants to put those blinders back on you. The, the world wants to put a blindfold on you and think, you know what, you can't do this without us, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's such a shame out there. Now, earlier today, when Lana came over to the house, she uh, pulled something out that uh, I was like, hmm, what's that? She got a piece of jewelry in front of her. And I saw her earrings, but then I saw this other thing, and she said, I think we're going to give this a shot. Uh, it's called a pendulum. And I was like, oh, well, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> you want to explain that for us? Sure. This is just a piece of, this is a crystal. It's a sodalite pendulum, but you can get all kinds of pendulums. I mean, they come in quartz and rose quartz and you name it. Um, any kind of crystal store would have a pendulum like this. So it has a little glass bead at the top. Uh, just to make it easier to hold and easier to swing. And it's just a stone. There's nothing special about this at all. Um, for a while, I had this hanging in my window just because I thought it was pretty. And I said to you when I saw the little glass ball at the top of it, I said, well, since you're holding the glass ball, does that make it easier for the, for the energy transfer to go into the glass and down into the pendulum? Yes, it, it uh, doesn't hinder the chain as much. Uh, if you have a really long chain, you could still use a longer chain, but you just have to have it swinging free. I have a really long chain that my wife pulls on all the time. <laughs> so the way I got started with a pendulum was I was in a uh, healing group and they were talking about using the pendulum to get answers. And so what we would do is we would hold up the pendulum and we would ask it a question and we would just say, uh, if it's yes, go back and forth. And if it's no, go left and right. And you see, like with me, when I saw the pendulum, I have probably heard about it before. I've probably seen it on other TV shows, mm -hmm. but never really paid any attention to it. Didn't pay any attention to it until you actually brought it out on my kitchen table. So the way this really works, because this isn't magic either, and I want to make sure that everyone knows that this is not magic. What is happening is your energy... It's coming down through your hand down here and into the pendulum and your energy is telling it what to do. And I know it's not magic because I was, when we were doing it upstairs, I was watching and I was watching the pendulum and your hand, your pendulum and your hand. And I was going back and forth and then I was like, she's not moving her hand. <laughs> what the heck is going on here? This is crazy. And, and I was like, this is cool. I wanted to know more about it. So if you, uh, let's just think of a question. And today's Thursday, so let's just say, is today Thursday? With a real simple question. And we're going to say back and forward is yes. And there it goes, back and forward. And your hand is not moving one bit. And that thing is swinging. And then if um, we say a question that we know is no, 
uh, let's say today is Sunday. And now it's moving from side to side. Like we said, side to side would be no. I mean, now if that thing is really swinging, it's going to start. That's a big no. That's a big no. Okay, so over time, and I'm talking about a few years, as I got more and more used to doing the pendulum, I started to practice just having it move at my command because my energy is going to tell it what to do. And now I'm going to tell it to swing back and forth. And now I'm going to tell it to stop. And now I'm going to tell it to swing in a clockwise, in a clockwise circle. And it's doing it. And now I'm going to tell it to stop. And there it goes. It just, it calmed right down and stopped. And you're doing that with your mind. Doing it with my mind. And I think this is such a good example that our mind affects our environment. Right. We have a lot more control over things. Right. More than the world wants us to believe that we do. Yes, exactly. Right, because the world out there wants to try to control us so much, they don't want us to believe in ourselves. They think they can tell us that we are not good enough for anything in this world, that we need to rely on them for everything in this world. They want us to to be under their thumb. They want to put fear in our minds and in our hearts to let us know that if you want to go out and do something, you have to ask our permission. That pendulum is such a good tool because if you're not sure about an answer, you can do that. If you have a pendulum, you can say, should I buy this thing to eat? Is it good for me? Right. And it will go forward or it will go side to side and you'll get an answer. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I, I tell people when I do uh, readings for them or whatever I'm doing with them, that I'm talking to my my uh, spirit guides, my the archangels, and I get answers from them. They touch me for certain answers, yes and no answers. Same thing, basically with the with the uh, pendulum. It's a ener energy transfer, but I'm getting the energy transfer from them. And I tell people they can do that for themselves as well by by listening to them, their spirit guides, which connects with their soul, which will help them you know, make decisions. But if, if you have trouble doing that, I would suggest try this pendulum because Lana had me do it upstairs in, in my living room. And I was like, well, I'll give it a shot, but I don't know if this is going to work or not. And so <clears throat> the strange thing was I held it and then I closed my eyes. Now, like I said, when I close my eyes a lot, I see spirit or I see these little messages come up. But when I close my eyes, I can actually see in the darkness the chain going down and the pendulum. So I asked a question in my mind. I didn't say it out loud. And then next thing you know, with my eyes closed, I saw it moving to the side to side, which was a no answer. And she said, what question did you ask? And I said, is my name Daniel Jackson? <laughs> and it was going back and forth. No. And I was like... So then I said after that, with my eyes closed, am I just known by many names? And then with my eyes closed, I saw it moving frontward and backward. And then I kind of peeked my eyes open and I opened and I was like, oh my God, it's moving frontward and backward. Just like I saw it with my eyes closed. And I was like, that's when I became like really intrigued. And I was like, uh, honey, I think we got to go to the stoneworks place and go get myself a, get a pendulum because I really want to find out what else I can do with that. You know, not that I really need to, but it's pretty cool that I, I want to at least try. Mm -hmm. And if, if I can do that with other people, 
maybe bring that into my reading session, what I do with people, and then have them do it, maybe that would also help them along to get them intrigued to do it as well. Mm. Yes, to give people tools that they can use at home. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because they don't, they don't have a lot of tools. They, when Whenever I do these things or whenever I do the uh, festival circuit and go out and talk to these people, they were always asking me, well, how do I meditate? How do you meditate? And I always tell them, you know, when I meditate, I do it with music. You know, I just set the music down. I said, because I would try uh, doing the uh, the uh, the visual ones or the guided ones, but it didn't work for me. But just because it doesn't work for me doesn't mean it won't work for you. But if we can put as many tools out there for people, because you know how people are, they get discouraged very quickly. And so if they have more tools out there to work with, like if you have a, a whole tool chest of different types of tools that you can use for this metaphysical idea, this metaphysical thing that's out there, then it won't, you won't give up so easily. Yes. You feel like you have a little more control, a little more power to, to be sovereign right. over your life. Right. You are more than just, you know, having to go ask a doctor or ask a lawyer or, or ask anybody for some type of advice. Now, because what I believe is going on, and I think you conferred with me, is when you are holding that pendulum, and you are asking the question, and then you're getting an answer, a yes or no answer, the place that you're actually getting the answer from is your soul. It's your soul that is transferring the energy into that to move it for you. So instead of just having to ask your, your spirit guides if you feel you're having trouble doing that within meditation or anything else, you can now ask your own soul, which is still getting answers from your spirit guides or other spirit, but now it's more, it's right there in front of you. You don't have to go into the whole meditation thing and like practice and practice because some people have a hard time with meditation as well. Now you can do it right there, you know, and this is something that is real. This is not something um, that I tell people, especially to stay away from the whole Ouija board thing. This is totally different from the Ouija board thing. This is actually using your energy within you, not some energy from some other being around you. This is your energy, but I'm totally intrigued with that. I, I, I know definitely that I'm going to have to go out and get one because <clears throat> I'm, I'm so fascinated by it. And then my wife pulls out and she says, well, look, I already have a pendulum. And I was like, I didn't know you had a pendulum, so obviously my wife is keeping a lot of secrets from me, and uh, I need to find out about that. I just hey, pendulum, what the hell's going on? Yeah, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> yes or no questions. Yeah, and that's her, yes or no questions. Yeah, is my wife keeping secrets? Yeah, so, oh boy, here we go. So, yeah, the, again, the whole world wants us to believe that they are in control of us, but, you know, They've been doing that for thousands of years with this control, with this us being under their thumb. We have to get the power back. We have to take the power back to let them know you can't do this to us anymore, you know? Mm, absolutely. There's so much out there. This is just like scratching the surface. There's just so much out there that we could expand and we could do that we have no idea. 
Right. Yeah, and that's what we're we're even though right now with uh, with the few shows that we've done, still we're only scratching the surface as well. I'm glad you brought up that point because we are going to try to do more shows about you know, getting more information to the people out there so they can understand that it's not just one thing here and one thing there. Because a lot of the narrative that is out there on some of the TV shows, they only scratch the surface of, with with things that they they just want you to know a little bit. Because even some of the TV shows that are, you know, the UFO shows or the ghost hunting shows, they are only scratching the surface as well because... They don't want you to know everything because if you knew everything, you wouldn't have a reason to watch their TV shows now, would you? So we got we got to try to get the information out there as much as we can to as many people as we can to let them know, hey, you know what? You can go out and do this, too, but you have to want to go out and do it first and you have to have the tools to do it. So this is this is one tool that you can use to help yourself be further along in this world. Absolutely. I think this is an age of learning to be independent, trust your own judgment, make your own choices, and get your information directly from spirit yes. rather than depending on other people to tell you what to do. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, we all know as in today's um, world, you know, no one's trusting the news anymore. No one is trusting the government anymore. And now they just don't know where to, to turn. And uh, as we were finding out by being on the festival circuit and going out and reaching people, more and more people were coming out to these shows and they were telling us the same thing. I don't, I don't trust the news. I don't want to listen to them. It's all, you know, gloom and doom all the time. And I don't want to hear that. You know, they used to do all these feel good stories on there. And now they don't do that anymore. And now they're so afraid of what they're not being told and what's not what's really going on in the world they just don't know who to turn to and i said you know where can you turn to you can turn to spirit they will help you they're trying to help us they're trying to help us to get away from all that mess instead of trying to stand in front of us or stand have, stand in front of the people who are say they're helping us government and tv we need to look around them we need to stop looking to them you know for their permission to do things we can do this all on our own. We don't need to ask their permission. We can see and and help ourselves all on our own without telling us, you know, or them telling us, oh, well, you know, it's okay to do that. We don't need their permission. We can do it on our own. We don't have to ask them, but we have relinquished the power for so long that we don't know any better. It's just, it's it's amazing how how so many people are still so in the dark about all this. Yes, and now is the time to turn on the light. Yeah, yes, now is the time to turn on the light. That's an awesome thing, man. <laughs> I wish I would have came up with that, but apparently it was Lana McCarr who came up with those things. And, you know, as we were talking about earlier, uh, Lana is so many things here. She's got so much going on. I mean, uh, that's why I enjoy talking to Lana, because Lana is one of our best friends, and Lana is super-duper-duper smart, I think. And she's just uh, a wonderful to be with, and uh, we enjoy her company so much. And we just want to thank Lana for coming on today's program. And hopefully we can get Lana back on again uh, so she can share her brilliance with us again. Uh, so, again, if you need any information on Lana, you can find her at www 
vanamakara.com. That's www.lanamcara.com. Well, that's the end of this program today for Beyond the Veil and everyone here and Lana and myself. I'd like to thank you for all coming out and have a great day. More information on our guest hosts. Go to our website and click on extras. Thanks for watching and we will see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.